Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another Scouting Report episode on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe Delio and Ryan Roberts. Today, we've got two very fun safety prospects that we're going to be talking about. Christopher Smith from Georgia, Ronnie Hickman from Ohio State. Very different styles of players, which... I wasn't necessarily expecting. Still going to be a fun conversation between Ryan and I. Before we get to that, though, folks, I just want to tell you about today's sponsor. The show is brought to you by Bet Online, number one source for your sports betting needs. If you're like me over the holidays, you're a little bored. You're going to be sitting on the couch watching games, making it a little more fun. Put some money down on, on those games. Uh, and if you're going to do that, get, head on over to betonline.ag, which has all the latest odds, news, and updates for your sports betting needs. Use promo code BELIEVE to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, it's promo code BLEAV for a 50% welcome bonus. Head on over to betonline.ag where the game starts. Ryan, these safeties, I don't know why. I, I didn't know a ton about them going in, admittedly. Yep. And I don't know why I was expecting them to both be very similar players because you've, you've had a tendency to do that with, with the pairings that you text me. They tend to kind of have like a similar background, but could not have been more polar <laughs> opposites for who we're talking about that today, which makes it, I think, a more interesting and fun conversation. So the first one, let's start off with Christopher Smith from Georgia, who the more smaller, compact guy at five foot 11, 195. He, to me, seems like he might even be lighter than 195. This might be a kid who's playing at 185, maybe a, a hair under 190 because of how light and small his frame is. Uh, but overall, really good athlete, really good mm -hmm. instinctual player. There were a lot of times for him playing over the top as a true free safety that he he's quick to accelerate, he's quick to explode in and out of cuts, and he, again, very reactive and is always uh, very – easy to know and figure out what is about to happen almost before it happens at times. Yeah, he's a – I mean, I'll be very honest, Joe. I remember last year I had a buddy that told me that they really liked Christopher Smith in the 2021 season, and I watched a little bit of him, and I was just like, eh, it's fine. He's an okay little player. But I think he really took a massive step forward this year. I mean, just for some context to just kind of put the whole, you know, backgrounds. You know, he's a – Kid that in the spring measured for scouts at 5'10 and 3 eighths, 188 pounds, 31 and 3 eighth inch arms, which is actually pretty good arm length for his size. But the size, I think, is indicative of his play style, though, to your point, right? This is a true free safety type. He's going to work from depth a ton. I think he's a really, react uh, really proactive player that has good reactionary quickness. I mean, I don't know if you saw the – it was the Missouri game, I think, right, Joe, where he was working from depth and then he kind of angles all the way to the sideline and has a near interception. Unfortunately, Keely Ringo knocked the ball out of his hands <laughs> for a uh, 
would have been interception though. But I think he's got good range in the back end. I think he's incredibly smart, good overall athletic profile. I don't know if I would say his straight line speed is exemplary, but I think his short area quickness is, and I think he gets his hips open very fluidly, quickly, and is able to diagnose at a rapid rate. So this is a true free safety type man working from depth. I think he's got a lot of a lot of upside as a pass cover safety at the next level. Yeah, the, the range is what really stands out when you watch a Christopher Smith. He's able yeah. to get uh, from sideline to sideline, but the separate from – you talked about he's not like a 4-3 guy. This isn't like mm. a crazy, stupid athlete, but the reactiveness, the instincts, yes. the ability to diagnose what's going on in front of him has really helped him excel and I think take a, an additional step forward as a prospect, which makes him really, really fun to watch. But the, the one thing that I'm a little bit hung up on, why I can't yeah. – take him as a developmental high upside guy Mm -hmm. i have concerns about his play strength i have concerns about his size i know that you were talking about the ball skills being nice but from the games that i watched Mm -hmm. which the two that i got the biggest glimpse from uh florida kentucky i also watched part of the lsu game i wasn't that excited by one his one-on-one coverage skills i I feel Mm -hmm. like at times he doesn't have the length or the ball skills to consistently make plays on the ball at a consistent clip. There were plays against Kentucky where we know that their offensive approach is pretty stupid. It was, hey, Will, let's see how far you can throw the ball, and maybe those those guys will make the catches. And those receivers got pretty good hands, some of the, the, the plays that they made in this game. But Christopher Smith was in position a number of times to make plays on the ball, which credit to his, his, his movement skills, again, his instincts, which I talked very highly of already, but once he's in position, I did not see him able to make a play to disrupt the pass, and they were plays that he could have made that mm-hmm. led to completion. So that's where the concern comes into play for me. I think he's a good player. I think he's going to serve a role and be a starter at the next level. But at the same time, I don't think this is going to be a highly disruptive ball hawking guy that wins in every single vertical. Let me throw out a player comp for you and see if you agree with this by your, by your explanation. Okay. Rodney McLeod? Who was similar size profile, 5'10, 188. Leave host Rodney McLeod. Yeah, man. And he was a 188, 190 pound safety, gave effort in the run game, but he was a little bit smaller. Didn't have a ton of ball production, but it was mostly because Rodney McLeod was always in the right spot. Like they didn't test him a ton, right? And he had adequate range and adequate proactiveness on the back end. Maybe there wasn't a splashy football player, but a player that allowed the players in front of him to do a lot more because he was always in the right spot. Does that sound about right? I don't know. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that description hits, but I just yeah. like, I don't know. I, I, I'm hung up because I don't think that he can be like a truly dominant player. I think he's going to be a guy that that serves a purpose and does well again as mm-hmm. a starter. He's, this yeah. seems like a guy that has starter upside, but I don't think more than above average starter for me is is what I'm willing to give. That's fair. I would say this. I think that in a in the right role, to your points, because I, I agree, this is this, this is going to be a very a defensive coordinator is going to have to have a have a good thought process with Christopher Smith. You're not going to ask this kid to be a inbox player, come down to the line of scrimmage a ton. He's going to be a true free safety type. You need him to. I want him to be in a cover three heavy system where he's working to the middle of the field a ton. Like I want him to do that, mm-hmm. right? Because my biggest concern about him. And you mentioned a little bit is the play strength. I don't. I don't think that that's ever going to be a strength of his because he just doesn't have a frame where I look at and say, if you get to about two hundred pounds, like 
I don't know. I don't know if he's going to consistently play at that weight. It's going to take away a little bit of his flexibility, I think. So I thought that he was willing in the run game, but I just don't see a power profile to him to be a consistent tackler, a consistent force in the run game. So I think that this is a true free safety, going to be in the right spot, good range at the back end, not going to do much coming up towards the line of scrimmage other than being a wrap-up tackler at times. That was the the goofy thing for me watching him is that he was always in position. Like he always broke down really well to make tackles, especially against the run. But he was never able to really finish those tackles. Like he always needed some type of assistance, some type of help. And again, it's another thing here. It's it's so tricky to really not to project, but to buy into a guy that is always in the right position and gets mm-hmm. there quickly and efficiently doesn't make the plays on the ball and as a tackler the way that you want him to despite that. It's it's such a downside for me. And if I were to grade this kid, I have him currently as a, as a late day two kid. I think that somewhere late round three, middle of round three is a real realistic spot for Christopher, Christopher Smith to go because some of those size limitations uh, and the strength limitations, again, probably a starter, but not much more than an above average starter is his ceiling. Well, but I, I think what he does well is a role at the next level. You know, like you see a lot of safety. I mean, how about this one, Joe? Uh, maybe a Julian Love to a degree for the Giants, right? Like he doesn't yeah, do anything fine. spectacular. He's, he's a good yeah. player, though. He's a good player. Yeah. He serves his role at a, at a fine level. I mean, even though Julian Love has like 100 tackles this year, which is just Yeah, bizarre. he's. A, I wouldn't That's compare that. those because he's a really he's actually a really good tackler. Like, is he? An, under, an underrated tackler for a safety. Interesting. I think so. he, he was only an average player tackler in Notre Dame so I guess he's oh, improved he's in that department well yeah but I mean still still but yeah um but I mean we're we're I think our valuation is about the same like he's a day two player to me but mid to late day two player so we're we're in the right ballpark yeah and I think that we think about him the same you're just not as excited about the role as I am I think like I think that that's valuable man like playing that free safety that allows you to play a lot more man coverage in front of them to be a little more aggressive up front like I think that that player matters maybe a little bit more than you do I don't know I think that's our difference I do and I I do believe that it is valuable but the problem is is that yes he's in the right position a lot of the time and he's he's quick to move and react but the times where he has to make the play, he doesn't make the play. And I don't want guys who can't make plays on my defense like that. I That's the extreme thought, but I'm not excited about guys who don't make plays. Like I don't, he's not a flashy player. He doesn't but make he also, a lot of plays for me. He also doesn't give up any plays though. Like he doesn't give up. Well, he, gave up he gave up those catches where I, I know that he's not getting killed. Like he's not going to mm-hmm. get beat over the top. Right. For for an eighty yard touchdown, he's not going to get completely beat because he's out of position or uh, like he reacts Ronnie Hick- like Ronnie Hickman or uh, <laughs> just kidding, sorry. Wait, but, but Ronnie Hickman's different though because Ronnie Hickman shouldn't be playing over the top because he's too damn slow to be doing it. But the the thing is with Chris Christopher Smith though is that he's there and he doesn't get beat. Is that the is that like the the threshold that we're holding safeties to? Is like well, as long as you don't get beat, but you you know you. Still Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
will give up a catch. That's fine. Like I, that's where I'm a little hung up on it. Man, you're a hater. I think we. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have he's a gonna, feeling. Think he's going to be a valuable free safety at the next level. Okay. Not saying Pro Bowl level, but I'm saying a yeah. good starter. Good starter at the next level. I don't disagree. I believe that Ronnie Hickman also is going to be a valuable player in a specific role, very mm-hmm. specific niche role. He is yeah. a much bigger safety at six foot one, two hundred five. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is not a guy who bulks up a little bit more, but tall, really long safety, primarily mm-hmm. a box player at Ohio State. And I think his role is going to be distinctively that at the next level. Yes. Not a very good tackler, not a very good run defender, but if we're talking about a guy who plays in the box, can cover slot receivers, can cover tight ends, I was really impressed with the way that he he was able to handle himself in those situations and one-on-one situations. And that, to me, is where the value comes into play for a guy like Ronnie Hickman. I, Hickman is a very twitchy football player. He sees things, and when he does, changes direction. I was impressed, man. For 6'1", 205, I think he moves in short areas extremely well. Really good short area quickness and acceleration. I think that he's a very willing participant in the run game. I think he comes out of control a lot in the run game, which causes him to miss a decent amount of tackles. But he also does deliver some good shots at points, right? And he does have some impressive plays in the run game. It's just wildly inconsistent. Like this is right that he's this is where I am with Ryan uh, Ronnie Ryan Ronnie, Ronnie Hickman. I was calling him Ryan Hickman and Ron yeah Ronnie Hickman, who is a New Jersey guy. Joe, he is a player that would give me an absolute heart attack if I was his coach. Absolute heart attack. I think that he's a little bit of a gambler, which can be an asset at times, right? You're going to guess right sometimes, and you are going to be a step early, and you are going to make a play. You're going to make a big hit. You're going to force a fumble, interception, pass breakup. There's a lot of good things when you read the play very quickly and you're able to accelerate. But then there's going to be some points where my guy is a little bit out of control of the run game or he gets a little overzealous coming downhill and lets something get right over top of him. So this kid is an over-aggressive player at times, in my opinion, right? I think that there's some physicality to work with. I think there's definitely some quick twitch to work with. I think that there's a lot of really nice athletic traits to work with in general. Mm-hmm. But this guy is going to need an overhaul from the discipline side of the game for me to be a, a clear asset at the next level. I think he's good. I think he could be a potential starter down the road. I would not start him day one. I don't think he's that type of dude. I would be a little more, let him watch the game a little bit, pick your spots with him. Cause I think that he's the type of kid that will get your defense burnt at times. You'll make some big plays, make some flash plays, but then he'll give up one where you're just like, that's, difference in winning a football game right there you know what i mean like he's just very peaks and valleys volatile type of player for me it's ronnie hickman so for that specific reason mainly for the run game stuff like Mm -hmm. him him not being a consistent tackler um whiffing a lot and having a lot of missed tackles he overall if he's not able to develop into a full-time starter I think for the most part, this is a kid who I only want on the field on passing downs. I'm only bringing him out. Special teams and special teams. Yes, and special teams. Nickel or dime situations. I am not putting him out there on first down. I'm putting him out there on third and long, uh, second and long, third and medium, whatever it is. When I am bringing those sub packages onto the field, 
Ronnie Hickman to me is the perfect ideal player for what I said earlier. He's a really good coverage player, one-on-one situations with slot receivers, bigger slots, tight ends, you name it. He has those skills and he showed flashes of it. I know that there are times where he does get beat, he does overcommit, he does gamble, and that leads to mistakes. But for a guy that is strictly if he hits like the middle of his of his ceiling, like he doesn't get all the way to his ceiling and he kind of plays where he's at maybe a little bit better than he is at right now, mm-hmm. this is purely going to be a sub-package guy for the long term, a sub-package coverage safety uh, that I bring on in the field every so often. And for that reason, I'm not taking him anywhere higher uh, than late day two, early day three. I can't commit to a guy that can't play all three downs and that I know is going to be a full-time starter. But like if you hit on this kid, you draft him at the end of round three, early round four, He's going to be a really great piece, a great weapon, a great add to the rotation of safeties that you have uh, to play a very, very specific role. Yeah, I, I think that the positives to his draft valuation is, again, I think that he will be able to help you on special teams potentially pretty early on. And I think there is a departmentalized, compartmentalized role for him at the next level, like as a dimebacker some man duty against the bigger slots, tight ends. I think that he can do those types of things pretty early in his career. I just struggle with him a little bit, just a bit, because you can improve the discipline, disciplinary parts of your game. You can become right. more reserved and a little bit more reactive. You can do those things. But there's also a lot of players who have not been able to get over that hump, right, and to take that next step. So this is a day three football player for me, and it's not because of lack of talent. It's because of the volatility. Right. And that's where on where on day three, I would start thinking early day three, but like this okay. is a fourth, fifth round type of player for me personally, Got it. you know, because he's a player again, the volatility scares me at safety. It does like there's cause you, I mean, it's cliche, but he is the last line of defense, right? So like making one bad mistake, one false step, one bad read and lights are out. Right. And so yeah, he just he scares me a little bit. I think there's a little bit too much volatility for me personally. Does he have starter traits? Absolutely. He's not he's not he, he's not an extremely gifted football player from a natural perspective though, right? Like he doesn't see the game incredibly well, but he's yeah. long, he's powerful, he's explosive, right? Like all those things together, I guarantee Joe, I don't know what his 40 time will be, probably like 4 5 four or something like it's not gonna be amazing it's gonna be solid though yeah but i think that he is gonna jump incredibly well i think think he's gonna broad jump incredibly well i bet you he has a good three cone i think overall he is gonna blow up the combine a little bit so he'll probably rise a little bit in this process because he was productive at ohio state and he has athletic traits just the volatility right now is a little scary for me just a little bit yeah i don't think we're too far off i think i'd Uh, maybe just value the the sub package role a little bit more, but look in general for both these guys, you can never have too many defensive backs, which is why mm-hmm. they could both get drafted way higher than we both expect. And yes. something that we'll, we're excited to see what happens with these players. Folks, make sure you're subscribed. So you don't miss out on any of the other scouting report episodes that we do. Also make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Use promo code believe to get that 50% welcome bonus betonline.ag where the game starts at Joe DeLeon at Rise and Draft. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll be back tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. 
There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.